listen, listen, I want to preach just for a few minutes today. Uh, teach really more so than preaching. Um, just for a few minutes today. But if you have your Bibles, you will find me in the book of Psalms, the 119th chapter, the 105th verse. Again, if you have your Bibles, you'll find me in the book of Psalms, the 119th chapter, the 105th verse. And I guarantee uh, most of you uh, uh, have heard this scripture before. It reads like this. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I want to preach, teach just for a few minutes from the subject title, light them up. Text somebody, tell somebody, light them up, light them up. So you, so you, 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 you'll explain later, light them up. Tell, tell somebody, go ahead, light them up, light them up. I want to preach uh, Psalm 119, 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, light on, light on my, pray, pray, pray with me real quick, let's, let's, let's pray, God, we thank you for this day, we thank you, God, that you are the light that lives within us, we thank you, God, that in a world of darkness, that, God, you are the light, we thank you, God, that when all seems to be crashing around us, that, Lord, when there seems like there's no way out, that, Lord, you are the light. We thank you, God, that when challenges arise and heartaches arise and uncertainties arise, that, God, you are the light. We thank you, God, that even in our joy and our peace, that, God, you are the light. In celebration, God, you are the light. In laughter and thanksgiving, God, you are the light. That, God, whatever we find ourselves going through, God, we can look to you for you are our light. You, God, are our Shekinah glory. You, God, are our peace and our way maker. You, God, are our restorer and our redeemer. And so, God, we just humbly come today to say thank you. Thank you, God, for being our light. Thank you, God, for shining through the darkness. Thank you, God, for giving us hope where there was none. Thank you, God, for giving us peace in the midst of our chaos. Thank you, God, for giving us rest when we were weary. Thank you, God, for giving us water when we were famished. Thank you, God, for giving us life when we thought there was nothing left. God, you have been in are our life. So today, God, we just come again just to say thank you. Thank you, God, for being our light. And now, Lord, we covenant to give you all the honor. We covenant, God, to bless your name and your name alone. We covenant, God, to seek after you and you alone. This we pray now in Jesus' name, we pray. Somebody said amen, amen. In fact, somebody said light them up. Say light them up in Jesus' name. The children of God said light them up light um up so so psalm psalm 119 is an interesting song in fact some might say it is the most interesting chapter in the entire bible 
And the reason, the reason that Psalm 19 is the most interesting chapter in the entire Bible is because Psalm 19 is the longest chapter in the entire Bible. Psalm 19 has 176 verses. Psalm 19 is, is, is no lightweight. Psalm, Psalm you're going you gonna, you gonna to need to take some time if you're going to read Psalm, Psalm 19. Psalm 19 is long. It is the longest book, longest chapter in the entire Bible. And, and, and one of the interesting things, now, 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 different theologians, different scholars, will give you different information on who wrote Psalm 19. A lot of, a lot of theologians ascribe Ezra, uh, who was one of the uh, minor prophets, ascribe Ezra as the main writer of Psalm 19. But what's interesting is that Psalm 19, not only is it long, uh, uh, but it's structured, right? And so Psalm 19 is broken uh, into 22 uh, different stanzas, right? And what's interesting is that it is called an, an, an acrostic poem, acrostic, right? And so what that means is that every letter at the beginning of each stanza correlates with the Hebrew alphabet. And so you can follow it. Now, now again, for my Hebrew scholars uh, on here, uh, you know there are 22 letters in the Hebrew in the Hebrew alphabet. There are 22 stanzas in Psalm 176 because each stanza correlates with the Hebrew alphabet. That's how isn't God good? Like God, sometimes God is so smooth with it, you might miss it if you if 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 if, if, if you're not looking, you might miss it. God, God is smooth like that, right? Right, a hundred, the longest book, longest chapter in the entire Bible, and every stanza correlates with the Hebrew alphabet. Just smooth. The, the other thing about Psalm 119 that's really interesting is that every stanza, almost every verse, talks about the importance of the Word of God, right? And so you would almost think that perhaps they're trying to tell us something, <laughs> You would take, take 176 verses to try to tell me something. Perhaps, perhaps the writer, perhaps Ezra, is trying to tell us of the importance of the word of God, right? And so using creative ways of doing that over 176 verses, using the Hebrew alphabet, using different stanzas, trying to tell us of the importance of the word of God. Listen, if you have lived long enough, what you have discovered is that it, that the word of God is important. The word of God is that which keeps you. The word of God is that which protects you. The word of God is that which guides you. And as Ezra would tell us in 119 verse 105, the word of God is a light unto our path and a lamp unto our walkway, right? The word of God gives us light. The word of God gives us, gives us that, 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 that ability to walk a new path, a path through darkness we can walk because of the word of God. We don't have to fear the terror at night. We don't have to fear of that which lurks in the shadow, but because we are carrying the lamp unto our feet, because we are carrying the light unto our pathway, because we are carrying the word of God, because we know the word. We are able to walk through dark places and walk through challenging places because of the light that we are carrying. That's the importance 
of the word of God. And that's really what I want to talk about today is this light, this lamp, this candle that we carry. It just so happens that today is also the first Sunday of Advent. Now, many of us know the Advent, Advent comes from the Latin word, uh, which means the coming, right? Advent really honors the coming of Christ, right? And so, and so we honor it as the last four weeks up until uh, Christmas, right? Where we, where we, we begin to, to light a candle and I got, I got my, my, uh, my candle stuff going. So I'm going to, I'm going to light them up in a little bit, but, but, but until then, until then. <laughs> Until then, right? Advent, Advent honors the last four weeks up until Christmas, right? It is, it is, it is to honor the coming of Christ. It is this great expectation, right? Right, where where, where we know Christ is about to be born, right? Emmanuel, God with us, right? Christ is about to come into the earth, and so we take these last four weeks up until Christmas, and each Sunday we light a candle in great expectation of the coming Christ, great expectation at the birth of Christ. And so each candle represents something different. And so there, there are, and I'm see if you can do this. There, there are four, I don't know if you can see that. There are four slots, right? Right. To represent the four weeks. All right. And so four candles. And so the candles represent hope, faith, joy, and peace. Right. And so and so each candle represents one of those things, hope, faith or love, joy and peace. Right. And so each Sunday uh, we get to light a candle in great expectation of this coming of the coming prince of, of Jesus coming into the earth. And so today, later on, uh, we're, we're going to light a candle. And we're going to light a candle in great hope, right? This is the prophet's candle, right? Right, Because it was the prophets who saw the star and knew, had great hope of a new king who was coming out of Bethlehem, a new king that was going to change the order. And so we're going to light this candle of hope, right, in great expectation that the new king is going to be born, that Jesus is coming, that Jesus shall rise, that Jesus, God, Emmanuel, God with us. And so and so here we see here we see this 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 coming together of this advent candle, the lighting of the candle, the lighting of the coming of Jesus, the lighting of the excitement of the new hope that Christ is with us. We don't we don't have to be relegated to the darkness. We don't have to be concerned with the troubles of the world as others are. But instead, we can light the candle of hope instead we can light them up. We can light them up. We don't have to be concerned with the darkness around us. We don't have to be consumed with that which we see on TV or anything else. Instead, we can light them up as God-fearing Christians, as believers. God has given us his word, his word as a light unto our, unto our, as a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. We get to light them up, light them up. Right. Right. And so again, today we're going to light that first candle, which represents hope, which represents the prophets who who who, who are excited about the coming king. We're going to light that. But we have been called. 
called camphor. We have been called to be lamp lighters for Jesus, right? Somebody text that, type that, write that. We have been called to be lamp lighters for Jesus, lamp lighters for Jesus. And so we have been called as believers to light them up to light them up, to walk into darkness, and to boldly proclaim that Jesus is Lord. We have been called as believers of God to walk into darkness, to walk into the shadows, and boldly proclaim that God is alive. We have been called as lamp lighters of Jesus to not fear the darkness or fear the shadows, but instead to be able to stand knowing that God has given us great authority to light them up. And so listen, listen, listen. If you're going to be a lamp lighter, a lamp lighter for Jesus, there's a couple tools that the lamp lighters have that you got to have also. The first, the first tool, the first tool, the first tool that a lamp lighter carries is a lamp lighter carries, a lamp lighter has his pole. Somebody say, go get your pole, go get your, go get your pole. A lamp lighter, a lamp lighter carries a pole, right? Right, right. A pole, it is an indication uh, that we are, that we on our own are helpless. But when we use what God has given us, what God has placed in our hands, we can accomplish anything. You need to understand that on your own, in your own body, in your own self. You can't touch that light. It's too high up. But if you will use what God has placed in your hand, there is nothing you can't reach. And that which God has placed in our hand is the word of God. That is your tool. That is your pole. Listen, listen, Moses, Moses was a lamplighter. I don't know if you knew, but but, but, but he had a pole. Uh, and Moses called it a staff. And, and, and when he threw it at Pharaoh's feet, uh, he freed the children of Israel. When he lifted it at the Red Sea, the Red Sea had to part. When he lifted it in the desert, they were able to walk to the promised land. When he lifted it uh, on the mountain, the enemies had to flee. Why? Because Moses was using what God placed in his hand. When we use the word of God, when we use what God has placed in our hand, there is nothing we can't do because we are Lamp lighters for Jesus. What has God placed in your hand? What is the what is the word of God? over this season in your life? What is the word of God over your family right now? What is the word of God over your finances right now? What is the word of God over your mental state right now? What is the pole that you're holding? Because it's only when we use the pole as lamp lighters for Jesus that we discover that we have the authority and ability to light them up. Somebody say light them up. I don't know if you're in the house by yourself, but go on touch somebody, hit somebody, text somebody, light them up. I'm a, I'm a lamp lighter for Jesus. Here go my pole. I'm using the word of God. Light them, light them up. Amen. That's point number one. Point number one is that we must use our pole. A lamp lighter has a pole. Your pole is the word of God. You're on your own. You can't get anything accomplished. But if you would use the word of God, if you would use what God has placed in in your hands. There is nothing you can't do. I know, I know our businesses are closing down. I know, I know the economy is tanking. I know it's 
it's, it's 30 degrees right now outside praise god for for minnesota i know i know i know there's a struggle going on nationally when it comes to our politics a struggle going on globally when it comes to the pandemic and epidemic but you need to know that if you would just hold on to the pole if you would just hold on to the word of god then you would discover that we have been called as lamp lighters for jesus to light um up Listen, just hold on to the pole, hold on to your word, and you will discover that in the darkness that you see, in the shadows that you see, that God has given you a light. God has given you the ability to have that hope of the Advent season, to have that faith of the Advent season, to have that joy of the Advent season, to have that peace of the Advent season, because you have been called to be a lamp lighter for Jesus. Point point number one, every lamp lighter, every lamp lighter has a pole, has a pole. Point, point, point number two, not only, not only does every lamp lighter have a pole, but point number two, point number two, every lamp lighter has a wick trimmer and a whale. Look, look, we're going back to the 18th century now. Look, 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 every, every lamp lighter has a wick trimmer in the well. Text somebody, text somebody, do you have your wick trimmer in your well on you? Text, text them, text them to ask them, do, 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 have, you, have, you, have you checked on your wick trimmer in your well? Every, every lamp lighter has, has a wick trimmer, has a wick trimmer in a well. Listen, here is the reality, here is the reality of the situation that lamp lighters would go out at dusk. And when they would go out at dusk, it was their job to light all the lamps on all the streets, right? And what they would discover is that sometimes when they would use their pole, nothing would happen. And so they would have to go back and get their ladder. And they would get their ladder and they would climb up to the top of the lamp pole. And when they got to the top of the lamp pole, what they would discover, watch this church, is that the wax, the wax, and I'm going to use, I'm going to use this as an example. The wax, the wax, y'all see that? The wax had built up all around the wick. The wax had built up in such a way around the wick that the wick could no longer be able to hold the flame. Now, somebody, somebody work with me now, work with me. The, 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 the wax represents the residue of life. And sometimes the residue of life, the worry of life, the, 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 the messiness of life will build up around us to the point where we can no longer hold the flame that we used to carry. And that's why, thank God in the name of Jesus, that God gives us a wick trimmer and a whale. The wick trimmer was used to cut away the wax. The whale was whale oil used to put extra oil in if needed in the lamp. Watch this. Your wick trimmer and your well is your praise and your worship. Listen, when 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 life begins to, to cloud you, when life begins to come around you, when it seems like you can't hold the flame like you used to hold it, all you have to do is begin to give God praise and begin to worship. If you would just praise and worship, what you would discover is that your praise is your wit trimmer. 
Your praise, your praise eats away at that residue that's been building up around you. When I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, right? My soul begins to shout hallelujah, right? Right, right. That when I when I begin to praise God, that residue has to come off because it can't hold me when I think about how good it's been. That residue, that, that 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 extra wax can't hold me when I think about the goodness of Jesus. That residue, that extra wax can't 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 stick around when I begin to think about how God kept me last week, how God kept me last month and last year, how God's been keeping my family and keeping us covered. When I begin to think about the goodness of Jesus Christ, that becomes my wick trimmer, and I don't have to worry about the residue of wax around me because my praise is my wick trimmer. <laughs> but look, but look, not only, not only is my praise my wick trimmer, but my but my worship is my whale oil. My, my worship, my worship is that which invites Jesus into my life. My worship is that which invites the, 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 the heavens to be present with me. My worship is that which invites the Holy Spirit to rest on me. And so when I need power, when I need to be renewed, when I need to be restored, I need to go into my whale. Somebody go into my whale, my W-H-A-L-E. Go into my whale. I need to go into my oil. I need to re, I need, I need to re-up on my oil because it's only when I re-up on my oil that I'm able to have the kind of power and authority that I used to. Your praise is your wick trimmer. Your worship is your well. Every lamplighter got a wick trimmer in a well. We have been called by Jesus Christ to light them up. Listen, I feel good already. I'm only on point number two. I got one more to go, but I feel good already that God has called us to be lamp lighters for Jesus. He has called us to carry our wick trimmer, which is our praise, and to carry our whale oil, which is our worship. And if you will just carry your wick trimmer and your whale oil, what you will discover is that the wax buildup has got to flee because God has called you to hold that flame. My God, my God. Point, point number one, point number one, point number one. Every lamp lighter has a pole. Your pole is the word of God. If you would just carry the word of God, that which you thought you could not reach on your own, the word of God will give you access to. That which you thought you could not accomplish on your own, the word of God will give you access to. That which you thought you were barred from being able to touch and to reach, the word of God will give you access to. But you got to carry your pole. You got to carry your pole as a lamp lighter for Jesus. You got to carry your pole. Point number two. Point number two is not only not only does every lamp lighter have a pole, but then point number two was every lamp lighter has a wick trimmer and a whale. Listen, listen, listen. That, that might be my favorite point. My, 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 my wick trimmer is my praise. When the wax begins to build up around my life, I just pull out my wick trimmer and think about the goodness of Jesus. Think about how God has kept me, how God has blessed me, how God has covered me, how God has kept my family, how God has kept me in my right mind. I begin to trim away some of the wax can't hold me when I start thinking 
about the goodness of Jesus, when my oil starts to go low, I, I, I begin to worship God, and that becomes my well. My well is my worship. When I'm worshiping God, when I'm giving God praise, when I'm thinking about the goodness of Jesus, when I'm spending time in the presence of God, then I'm gaining more oil. I'm getting more oil. You can only get oil in the presence of God. When I get into the presence of God and get seated with God, begin to worship God, then my oil starts to come up. And listen, when I got, when my oil is on full and my wick is fully trimmed, you better watch out because I'm about to carry this flame for Jesus Christ. We have been called to be lamp lighters for Jesus. We have been called to light them up. Listen, listen, point number one. Every lamp lighter has a pole. Point point number two. Every lamp lighter has a wick trimmer and a well. Point number three. And I'm done. I'm done. Point number three. Every lamp lighter has a match. Listen, listen. Turn to your neighbor. Turn to your turn to the person in your house and ask them, do you have a match? Do you <laughs> Do you have do you have a match? Come to call somebody, text somebody, ask them, do you have, do you have a match? Can I tell you about matches? Y'all know I love science. I love science, right? Right. So so here's the here's the thing about a match. So so y'all know most matches come in those boxes, right? So on the side of that box, that stuff on the side of that box is powdered glass, right? And so the match, it's I wish I had a match. The match itself is coated, watch this, and red phosphorus. And so what happens, what happens is that when the red phosphorus meets the friction generated by the powdered glass, the red phosphorus turns into white phosphorus, and white phosphorus is combustible like crazy. All it needs is oxygen, and then it's flame on. So when the red phosphorus meets the friction of the white, uh, the powdered glass, it, it changes into white phosphorus, and then all of a sudden, it becomes a flame. Here is the point. Here is the point. Here is the point. The match on its own is useless. The match on its own can't do much. But when the match meets the friction, when the match meets the friction on the box, the, the nature of the match changes to the atmosphere that is needed to be. When the when, when the match meets the friction on the box, the nature of the of the match changes and it responds to the atmosphere like it needs to do. You need to know your match is the word of God. When you run up into friction, when you run up into chaos, when you run up into drama, when you run up into hurdles, when you run up into challenges, when you come upon that which tries to hinder you, all you got to do is strike it with the word of God. And if you would just strike what you have run up on with the word of God, you would discover that it will respond to the atmosphere. And all of a sudden you begin to carry the fire of God because you responded with the word of God. Listen, the word of God is a match in this season. It was made for the purposes of the friction you're experiencing. Don't, don't try to handle the friction on your own, but instead use the match, use the word of God to strike at the friction you're experiencing and then watch it react to the atmosphere around you. God has called us to be lamp lighters for Jesus. God has called us to light them up. And the only way to light them up 
is by using the word of God, by using the word of God. Point, point number one, point number one, every lamp lighter has a pole. Every, every, you, you, you're not going to run up on a lamp lighter and he not walking with his pole or his ladder. Every lamp lighter has a pole. The pole is the word of God. It gives us access to that which we, which we, we could not handle or reach on our own. You need to know that in this season, you ought to be walking and carrying the word of God. There's some stuff that you're looking for access for. There's some stuff you're looking for answers to. And the only way to get it, the only way to do it is with the word of God. Do you have your pole on you? That's point number one. Point number two, not only, not only. Does every lamplighter have a pole? But then point number two, every lamplighter has his wick trimmer in his well. Listen, our wick trimmer in our well is our praise in our worship. Let, 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 let's just be honest. There's some wax buildup around each of us. You can't, if you can't help but live and discover more wax buildup. But if you begin to learn how to praise God and worship God, then the wax can't stay. It, 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 the wax can't hold on. And so the more I praise him, the more the wax has to go. The more I worship him, the more oil I get. And what I discover is that the wick trimmer in the well is my praise in my worship. Every lamplighter, every lamplighter has his wick trimmer and his well. And then point number three, not only do lamp lighters have a have the pole? Not only do lamp lighters have their wick trimmer in their well, but then point number three, and I'm done. I'm done. Every lamp lighter carries a match. Every lamp lighter carries a match. Again, you need to know that the match was made for the friction. The Bible was made for the world. The word of God was made for the chaos and stuff that you're experiencing right now. Don't shy away from it, but instead use the word in the friction. Use the word in the chaos and the drama. Use the word in the uncertainty. And what you will discover is that if you will strike with, with what you're going through with the word of God, that it will respond to the atmosphere around you. What you, what you will discover is that if you would just use the word of God uh, against the friction you're coming up against, that the word of God would react to the atmosphere around you and you would be on fire for Jesus like you've never been before. We have been called to be lamp lighters for Jesus. We have been called to light them up. Listen, 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 family, today, today, and whatever you are experiencing, light them up. And whatever challenges might be coming your way, light them up. And whatever hurdles might be coming your way, light them up. And whatever worries you might be concerned with, whatever drama, whatever chaos, or whatever things might be coming in your direction, light them up. Because we have been called again to be lamp lighters for Jesus. We have been called to light them up. So listen, listen, on this first Sunday, on this first Sunday of Advent, on this first Sunday of Advent, I got my I got my Advent crown wreath here. I got my Advent a uh, candle uh, here. Uh, 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 again, the prophets, the prophets gathered, the prophets gathered, on, and, 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 and they saw the star, and they said, "There is a new king that is coming." They, they had hope for a new king that would change the balance of authority in the world. 
They had hope for the coming of a new king who would not allow that which had been going on to continue. They had hope that change was on the way. And so today, 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 I want to light this first Advent candle as a sign of that same hope. I'm lighting it as a lamp lighter for Jesus. I'm lighting it as one who has hope that God is up to something, that God is doing something new. I got hope in a new day. I got hope that God is not through with us yet. I got hope that when we come back to Camper, listen, we're going to have to add rooms onto the building. I got hope that God is going to overflow in the community. That God is going to overflow in our nation. I got hope that God is doing a new work in and through us. And so tonight, today, we're going to light this candle, light this candle as a way to say that we have hope in the coming King. We have hope that Jesus, a new king, is coming. We light the prophet's candle of hope on this first Sunday of Advent in gratefulness and thankfulness and hope as lamp lighters for Jesus. I'm going to light it. I'm going to light it. I'm going to light it. I might have to get my wick trimmer, my whale out. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Okay. It, it, it worked. It worked. It worked. I'm going to light it. I'm going to light it. And then I want to offer, I want to invite us I want to invite us to pray. I want to invite us up, 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 up. I want to invite us. I want to invite us to pray. I want to invite us to pray. I'm delighted. I want to invite us to pray. Here is the prayer. Here is the prayer. God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, that you have called us to be lamp lighters for Jesus. We thank you, God, that you have called us to light them up. We thank you, God, that on this first Sunday of Advent, that, God, we have hope. We have hope in a coming king. We have hope that Jesus is alive. We have hope that Jesus has not forgotten about us, but instead is right here with us. We have hope, God, that there, that, that there is a new day coming. We have hope, God, that we can rest in you. And so on this first day of Advent, God, we light this candle of hope, the prophet's candle, God, as a way to say thank you, as a way to say that we place our hope and our trust in you. And now, God, be with us, Lord, as we go through the darkness, Lord. Be with us, God, as we go through the shadows. Be with us, God, as we go through the challenges. Remind us, Lord, that we have been given the authority to light them up. Remind us, God, that we have been given the authority to be lamp lighters for Jesus. And so, God, again, on this first Advent Sunday, this Sunday of hope, we come, God, as lamp lighters, ready, God, to use our poles, ready, God, to use our wick trippers and whales, ready, God, to use our match, ready, God, to light them up. This we pray now in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Listen, listen, I don't know about you, but I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to light them up. I'm ready to light them up. Remember, beloved, you have been called to be lamp lighters for Jesus. You have been called to light them up. Let this first Sunday of Advent, this candle of hope, the prophet's candle, be a reminder that you have been called by purpose. You have been called on purpose and you have been called for purpose to light them up. 
Listen, I love you. I thank God for you. Uh, again, we'll see some of y'all tonight for bingo at 6 p.m. Uh, uh, go to the website for, for any prayer concerns, tithes, and offerings. Uh, you, can, you, can, you can do that on the site. And we'll see you on Thursday for Bible study and then next Sunday again for worship. Remember now, light them up.